Welcome to Behind the Mic, a show that spotlights WBOI volunteer hosts and the programs they produce. On this episode, we'll hear host Julia Meek talk with Jack Ankenbrook. He curates his blue show, Blue Plate Special, all the way from Nashville, Tennessee, and you can hear it on Monday nights at 10 p.m. This interview was recorded in August of 2016. Jack Ankenbrook, welcome. Hey, Julia. Here at WBOI, blues is certainly your color. Why such passion for that genre? Oh, blues has been something in my life as long as I can remember. My first concert was like Eric Clapton. So I mean, <laughs> I, I and that's like more rock blues, but you know, he's formed in blues. And so I took what I liked about him and what did he like? And he liked, you know, Robert Johnson and he liked Albert King. So I, I just kind of ran with it from there. And also, this is the kind of music that you are serving up on your blue plates. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. We, we, we try to, to showcase different stuff each week, whether it be maybe more well-known stuff or, or more obscure things, but basically showcasing how diverse blues is. You know, it doesn't have to just be acoustic guitar in a room. It doesn't have to just be piano. It can be all kinds of things. Just showcase how awesome this American art form really is. And good for you. Yeah, I would love doing it. So your weekly show is all about the blues, but your own musical background is broader in genre. When and how did that all begin? I'm told it all begins before I can remember, basically, uh, with, with Lego buckets and uh, <laughs> drumming along to Scooby-Doo on TV. Um, but uh, shortly thereafter, it was followed with going to Weiser Park Arts Magnet School. And I did band. It was awesome. Still remember my band teachers. They were awesome. And those were really formative years. And then followed that up, you know, with going to Memorial Park and having Mrs. Sefcovic. And um, we did jazz band. We did concert band. We did musicals. We did show choir. We did, you know, basically, it, it never stop with one thing it wasn't ever just we're doing this and that's all it was uh, we're doing music and every sense of the word I mean, you know I, I can't stress enough how cool that was to be a part of it is magical and i think that it's wonderful that uh, you and many of your contemporaries that have come through that school system and that headset really just embrace so many musical genres and of course as you've just mentioned your love affair with the drums hasn't and will never end, but you picked up piano and other instruments along your way there. Part of the uh, agreement with my parents, they got me a drum set at a really young age, like six years old. But my mom, uh, and she was like, you know, you should take piano lessons too. It'll kind of round you out. And I really hated it at the time. It was not fun, but I'm so glad I did it because piano is an awesome instrument in itself. And, and it really allows me to express myself in another way that I can't do behind a drum kit. Good point, and I'm glad that you admit it. And also, as you have continued to grow musically, you add composing to your list of accomplishments, so piano certainly must come in handy that way. Oh, certainly. It's weird. I end up playing drums most of the time in a professional setting. That's how I make a living. But um, I often find myself playing more piano at home than I do drums, just because oh. it's tough to push a melodic idea or harmonic idea across on a drum kit. You know, it's a lot of fun just to sit down at the piano and really just hash things out because you can get so many cool colors. Good point. Okay, here in town, Todd Harold plays a mean drum and serves up a mean batch of burnt toast right here on WBOI. I know that he is one of your role models. What part has he played in your musical journey, would you say? Oh, Todd has played a huge part. I was introduced to Todd in middle school. At the time, he was just getting into teaching drum lessons. I started taking lessons with him in seventh grade. And uh, that was huge because he really added that structure. His approach to drums is very personable and very one-to-one. -one. 
And so through that journey, he's exposed me to so much music. You know, he's been doing the Burnt Toast show for like, what, 20 years or something like that. And every once in a while, I stop by his show and, and unfortunately grace the airways with him. <laughs> but you know, it's a great time. I'm sure he loves it. You're based in Nashville these days, as a matter of fact, mm -hmm. and that is Music City. So what kind of a dream are you living down there? One without a lot of money. <laughs> no, but no, seriously, it, it's awesome. Nashville is an incredible city with a lot of people who are excited to do whatever they're there to do. A lot of those people, it is music. It's yeah. something about the music. Yeah, and, it, and it's something about being in an environment with so many people just excited to be there. There's a certain energy in the air, like you're going to move a couple mile an hour faster down the street just because everyone else is there to do something. So it's like you can't help but feel it. Everybody's in their hustle. You're, you're hustling to get there. You're doing your thing. You're here to prove something. And it, it's a, such a cool place to be right now. Good point, because I know it's also called Cashville. And so <laughs> that would all make sense. But yeah, I get it. It's the whole energy, the whole vibe. Now, how does serving up those blue plate specials that we just love up here in <laughs> Fort Wayne work for you doing them down there in Nashville? Well, in Nashville, at my house, I have a studio there. And um, basically, I can go through and decide you know, what the theme of the show is. Each week, we have a, a certain thing we're highlighting, whether it be an artist or a style or an area or what have you. And we go from there. And then I'm able to record it down, mix it, cut it, zip it down, send it up here. You guys unzip it, you put it on the radio, and people hear it on Mondays. So it's pretty cool. As if you were sitting right here in our studio doing As, it. Yeah, yeah, it should be ex pretty much exactly the same. Well, we love it up here, and as long as you keep them coming, I guess we don't care where you're doing your cooking <laughs> up on these shows. Otherwise, how's the playing field down there? What is the making music side of Nashville offering you? Oh, it's a lot of fun. It keeps me really busy. This year so far, I've done a, an East Coast tour. I've been up and down. I've been to... Maryland, I've been to Delaware, I've been to Boston and Massachusetts, I've been to New Haven, Connecticut, I've been to New London, Connecticut, I've been to Philly, been to West Virginia, I did some dates in Oregon, I have some dates in Kentucky coming up here. It's basically, I view it as a paid vacation, because <laughs> I get to see the country and I get paid to do it, which is, you know, almost not fair. No. When you think about it, but it's awesome. Um, I wouldn't trade it for anything. The interesting thing is um, I end up doing a lot of stuff as a, a sideman, whatever that means, you know. So if that means that I'm showing up to play a hard rock gig and I need to, you know, buckle down, I'll do it. If, if that means I'm playing a straight ahead jazz gig, I'll do it. You know, 50s, 60s soul kind of stuff, a lot of Sam Cooke, a lot of Etta James, stuff like that. 90s country. I mean, it, it really, I'm there to support, you know, ultimately it's about being musical and having a good time. Wonderful game plan for you, and certainly I wish you luck. You're well on the way to it. So, yeah, just keep up the good work. That's <laughs> Thank for you. Sure. Now, I am curious on a weekly basis, say, how wild and crazy is the musical Odyssey you're on? Week to week, it changes. I may not know what I'm doing that week. It's not uncommon for me to get a call to my house at 3 in the afternoon and say, hey, at 5.30, can you play a show? That's just the nature of the beast, especially in Nashville. And you may not know the people you're there with. More times than not, you're not going to know the guys on the stand. But that all goes back to doing your homework beforehand and really knowing a lot of music, you know, showing up prepared. If I'm doing a lot of country stuff because I'm in Nashville, it's my job to make sure that I know a lot of those songs. They may not be some of my favorite songs all the time, but that doesn't matter. My job is to do a job for that artist, and um, I'm going to do the best I can. And that means learning those songs and trying to really get the feel of those songs, um, get the vibe of what's being put out there. And you seem to thrive on that kind of assignment. 
I think it's uh, the most natural for me. All I've done my whole life, I mean, in music schools, uh, whether it be elementary or middle school or, or at Berkeley, you're always adapting to a new situation. In high school, I would do uh, basically anything I could. So that would involve marching band after school, then jazz band after that, then show choir at night and a musical in the spring. I mean, it just it, the, the job description changes. So for me, when I get a call to play in Nashville, if I get a call to play on the road, if it's a fly date, what have you, I'm excited for the challenge and confident that I can do it because my whole life I've been preparing for this. And by the way, last minute call on the road, got to run, got to go do that. How do you make sure that you always have your radio done? Uh, have a lot of backlogs. I've been fortunate because I do my own production. I can kind of do my own schedule. I own the studio. It's my, it's my computer. <laughs> you know, so whenever I'm feeling like recording a show, I'm recording a show. So you keep ahead. Correct. And, you know, we've done three years at this point. So um, we have a pretty good gauge for what people like, what people don't like. And I'm always welcoming feedback. I feel like 10 o'clock on a Monday can sometimes feel like the loneliest hour of radio. But I know there's people out there who yeah. enjoy it and, and they're vocal about it, you know. And, and I, I hear people come up to me when I'm in town, especially how excited they are about X show that happened last week, you know. And so it's important for me to get product out to them that they enjoy because I, I feel like my show, I, the ad says it, on a Monday evening at 10 o'clock, there is many different things going on in Fort Wayne. And not necessarily the most glamorous things, but this isn't music for the glamorous times of life. Um, there's guys who work third shift. There's guys who are trucking through. And my thing is I want to try to make that time pass as awesome as I can. And if that means playing good music, I'm going to play the best music I can. And you do it well. Just keep <laughs> doing what you're doing. I will say that. Okay, before we let you get back to Music City Jack, I've got to ask, do you miss us as much as we miss you? Of course I miss it here. Fort Wayne's a great city, and WBOI is a great family. I always kind of feel I'm the youngest. I interned here in high school, through Northrop High School, and um, I feel like I'm kind of like the, the stepson of, of the station a little bit. So whenever I get a chance to come back home, I love to stop in and see uh, everybody here who's still here. I mean... Things change so fast. Indeed they do, and I also kind of have a few bragging rights because the first, uh, well, we would say on-air performance that you ever gave was on my own Meet the Music. It was, yeah. That was um, one of the moments that made me want to intern, to be honest with you. Um, yeah, that was with the Sweetwater Jazz Project. It was awesome, and I remember when they had an opportunity to intern, that was the first place I wanted to come was here. And after that, I was lucky to have the show, and we really haven't looked back which I am incredibly happy about. Jack Ankenbroka, Fort Wayne native, is a drummer, songwriter, currently based in Nashville and host of WBOI's Blue Plate Special. Thank you so much for sharing some of your precious fort time with us, Jack, and keep that music coming. Thanks for having me, Julia. You have a good one. Behind the Mic is hosted and produced by Julia Meek. You can find other Behind the Mic conversations at WBOI.org or wherever podcasts are found. And be sure to tune in to 89.1 FM for more NPR news and diverse music. Our music is by Mark Waldick. Thanks for listening.